evening, everyone. You're now listening to Love Me Not Watch, where my is standing on watch for you against bad movies. I'm Philip Powell. And I'm Nicholas Allen. And tonight's film is Central Intelligence. My man! You better back up, man! Whoa, Calvin, it's me, Bob. Sorry, do I know you? Robbie Weir Dick, from high school. God, man, look at you. You've lost like 200 pounds. What did you do? I just did one thing. I need to know. I worked out six hours a day, every day, for the last 20 years straight. You should know one thing about me. I'm in the CIA. Are you joking with me right now? I got a plan. Might get us both killed, but if it works, it'll be a totally boss story. Cool? No. No, it's not cool. Cool. No, I said it's not cool. This film stars Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Kevin Hart as former high school classmates. Kevin Hart plays Calvin, who is the supremely popular kid in school, who kind of, I can't say he saved The Rock, but he helped him out in The Rock's most embarrassing moment, where he's grabbed by some bullies and tossed out in front of a school assembly while he's butt naked, and Calvin tries to help him cover up. Fast forward 20 years later, Calvin's working as an accountant, and ends up meeting up with The Rock, couple days before their class reunion and a series of events leads to Calvin being caught up in the Rock's character's name is Robert but he goes by Bob getting caught up with Bob in a CIA investigation and from there hijinks ensue Phil what did you think of Central Intelligence uh, I thought it was like pleasantly mediocre like this is the bare definition of like a two star movie like it's <laughs> It's below average, but it's harmless. Uh, you really don't get that much from this. Like, the action that's there, like, it's even The Rock's well. early movies are much more, like, even something like The Rundown, which doesn't have that much action, you get more satisfying action. Or even, uh, what was that truck driver movie? Snitch. Yeah, even that had more action. And what's there is, it's I guess, horribly because, shot. yeah, because this director made it. It is horribly it, shot. Yes. Badly shot, uh, not framed correctly, and yeah, yeah there, a lot of there's times no excitement. You get choppy editing, and yeah. If it was shot better, it could be exciting, yeah. but as it is, it's uh, like. Yeah. But and then uh, the Rock, I kind of have mixed feelings uh, about his character. He's likable because he's what the Rock. Happened to him because the Rock, but it's also kind of the Twilight Syndrome where if this character was played by anybody else, not the Rock, like. For example, if this kid was ben played Affleck. by yeah, Ben Affleck, or which we kind of have a movie coming up with Ben Affleck where he plays a kind of similar type yeah. of character, which looks interesting, the accountant. Yeah, or Nick, our boy Nicholas Cage, this would go from a comedy <laughs> to a black comedy or a psychological thriller because you there's a lot of aspects of Bob that make him creepy and you want to give him the benefit of the doubt because he's... Because of his background, which I, is one of the few moments of the movie where I felt any kind of emotional connection, the whole backstory. But he also has all these other traits, and he's also obsessed with Kevin Hart to a point where it's like, this yeah, you guys made a good choice with The Rock, because this character, once you look past the surface, is really creepy, creepy and unnerving. Yeah, because the movie wants you to side with The Rock, but I had a hard time... 
you know, having any kind of bad feelings towards Kevin Hart's character because I'm like, he's acting like any normal person mm-hmm. would act in this situation. You see a guy that you haven't seen in 20 years from high school, so you're initially happy to see him because it's an old face. He lost a lot of weight. He looks great. But he studied talking about you and, oh, yeah, like you're just like the highlight of his life. He wants to know every aspect of your life. He wants to sleep over at your house. He wants to hang out every minute of every day. You're just kind of like... What's up? You're doing too much. Yeah, like this guy is very similar to a Karen and Niner movie we saw, but didn't review uh, Joe Edgerton's character in The Gift. Only oh, Joe yeah. Edgerton's character, by the end, it made sense why he was yeah. the way was the way. And that's was. a completely different kind yeah. of movie. That's because that a was thriller. a psychological yeah. thriller. Yeah. Whereas this is a basically broad comedy. And I found. I haven't been interested in a Kevin Hart movie for a long time, and in fact, the last one I saw was Get Hard. Yeah, because he plays the same. They yeah. don't really give him that much. Like here, he doesn't really get to act that much. Yeah, and I, it's not like he's a bad actor. I at least appreciate that this time he wasn't like a screw up in life. No. He's he made well to do with his life, just not where he yeah, wanted to be. And so he's just a frustrated yeah, middle aged yeah. man going through a midlife crisis. And I thought that was well done. Yeah. It's, it's a welcome departure for what yeah. Kevin usually does. Although I will say they introduce his character as account skills, and you know, Bob's like, oh, no, nah, I need you. You're the best account in the world. But really, without spoiling it, with the events of the plot, it's actually other people. That end up being more helpful yeah. than Kevin Hart even is. Like, yeah. there's really only one scene where he's really all that helpful, so it's kind of like, yeah, Bob, why, why is he here? Yeah, it's Bob's here because he's just that infatuated with Kevin Hart's character. Yeah. And when it, at the meat of this, this is supposed to be a comedy. I maybe chuckled a few times. I never laughed out loud. There was a character that I did kind of like. Yeah, like this just because he was so outlandish. Lowest common denominator. Yeah, because a lot of the jokes are telegraphed. They've already yeah. spoiled a lot. Yeah, of jokes a lot of the, the best jokes were in the trailer. But the stuff that made me like smile was the stuff in the trailer. I was like, but damn, I already seen this before. Even though I take that back, because there was one scene that I did find kind of funny, and that was a therapy scene, yeah. which they didn't put that in the trailer, and that yeah. was good. Yeah. And but I did like Kevin Hart had a coworker in this movie. I can't remember what the character's name was, mm-hmm. but he's so obnoxious and so yeah. there, he's just like a freaky guy. I know that guy. He's yeah, I've seen him before. Down. Yeah, and, a couple and I thought he was funny. I liked him, but he's only in the movie for like the first twenty minutes because they moved past the office setting. Mm-hmm. So of course you're not going to see him anymore because he's Kevin Hart's coworker. But I wish he was in the movie more because it just seemed like he was funnier to me. Mm-hmm. And then it's also kind of weird because this film. It's PG-13, but it rides the line pretty hard. Yeah. Even down to, like, there's a couple of scenes that are pretty violent for PG-13. Yeah. One in particular that you know I'm talking about, but I'm not going to spoil. Mm-hmm. And I kind of feel like maybe the movie would have worked better if they would have just let them cut loose and had it be an R-rated film. Yeah. Where they could use more explicit language, because even there's a blooper reel during the credits, mm-hmm. and the blooper reel features 
video that Kevin Hart and The Rock shot like a year ago that ended up on social media where they're talking about how the set got shut down because the fire department was there for something. And so they're talking individually in their own phones while the other is talking behind them on their phone. He's like, hey, shut the F up. I'm on the phone right now. And the other one's like, oh, yeah, you shut the fuck up. I'm on the phone right now. Yeah. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's kind of funny, and it's something Yeah, because for how great of a comedic actor is, they really don't give The Rock that much to work with. Yeah, and I, when I saw that stuff on social media last year, I was thinking Central Intelligence was going to be rated R based yeah. on that, and it turned out to be PG-13. I'm kind of feeling like maybe they edited it for PG-13. We'll see, because most movies get unrated cuts with yeah, it especially since Bob's main character motivation is kind of rage. Yeah. Like, there's even a point where Kevin Hart's like, yeah, man, how did you deal with all that stuff in high school? And Rice basically like, I basically buried it. And Kevin Hart's like, that's kind of unhealthy, Bob. And Rice's like, eh. It's good. It's all right. I'm fine. Well, how about you? How you doing, man? Right. <laughs> yeah. And there's quite a few uh, cameos that I won't spoil, yeah. but fun cameos. <laughs> it's basically your typical Kevin Hart movie, just yeah. with The Rock and he's unfortunately kind of wasted uh this probably is going to become more of a thing since the two of them are supposedly in the jumanji remake together okay. which i don't know how that's going to work at all i mean they they worked all right together in this but already they really don't get that much time to bounce off each other but, but when they do it well here's the thing i was just talking about a few seconds ago about how I felt like it would have been better if they were able to cut loose. Mm-hmm. Here they were, it was still PG 13. I'm pretty sure Jumanji is going to be aimed more towards the Goosebumps audience where it's PG. So they're not going to be able to cut loose almost at all right. in that movie. Then on top of that, they won't be the central part of the story. It's still about the game mm-hmm. and the different things that come out of the game. So the CGI is going to take effect more than them. Mm-hmm. So I kind of feel like it's wasted. It's just mm-hmm. a marketing point. Yeah. Not to mention they wasted a pretty great tagline on a subpar movie. Yeah. Because, yeah, that little heart, Big Johnson, that, that was a great tagline. That's yeah. probably one of the best taglines Hollywood has come up with in the last 15, 20 years, but it's wasted on a mediocre, below average movie. Yep. Because I'm sure to have his fans, like the theater I saw went, which surprisingly... Me and my mom, I think, were one of a few minorities there. It was mostly a non-black audience. And Same they, here. They were loving it. Same here. My audience was... Would, well, Kevin Hart has some crossover appeal, too. Oh, yeah, I would mostly put it on the rock. Yeah, to a certain extent. Like, I'm pretty sure my mom wanted to see this just because The Rock was in it. Yeah. And The Rock's an attractive man. But Yeah. Well, I'm just saying The Rock has the, you know, the whole safe black guy thing going for him. What's the safe black guy? You know, the safe black guy. Like, oh, yeah, you know, if my daughter married a guy like The Rock, I'd be happy, you know. Come on. I'm sure you've been told that before, that whole, you're not like most black people kind of thing. That's what I mean. Yeah. You know, that that non-black people say that they think it's a compliment, but it's really kind of a backhanded (laughs) compliment, kind of an insult, because it's like, oh, what do you mean? (laughs) <laughs> what is an average person? What is the average right. black person like then? What do you right. mean by that? 
And yeah, that's usually when they get stomped because it usually comes down to a bunch of outdated stereotypes. Yeah. Yeah, I've been told that once. But that that's what I mean. Or that kind of like, you know, the middle-aged white women, like, you know, I'm kind of a black guy. Like, you know, I, I let them house-sit my house and babysit my kids kind of thing. He's, you know, soft and cuddly. He doesn't have those hard edges. Well, he has those hard edges, but he's also soft and cuddly. Yeah. But I'm saying, in most of his movies, The Rock is played more so the kind of family-friendly kids than the edgy kid he played in wrestling. Well, unless we're talking about Scorpion King or Fast Five, where he told somebody to get the fuck out of his way. (laughs) Or... uh, Snitch. And well, he was in this movie because uh, I don't know if it's because of the rating, but I, I don't know if you noticed this. A lot of times, the rock is not shooting to kill, and I, yeah, I guess that's part of the plot. But yeah, like I mean, like deliberately not shooting to kill to the point where the com- conflict of the plot out. If you kind of think about it, it's kind of like, this does not make any sense. Because when you look at it, uh, other than bruising people, what what has The Rock really done that was that bad? But, and then the plot itself doesn't really have any metal. It's just like, <laughs> they had like a draft and they wrote an ending and they stuck them together and made the yeah. movie. Just, there's no middle. There's no rising action or climate. It's just like, here's the self of the cancers. Here's some stuff. Oh, now we're at the end. Uh, movie over. And here's the big emotional climax, <laughs> which I guess for some people be satisfying. For me, it was just too predictable. I was like, all of it was predictable for me. Yeah. Like, I was able to call most of the... Yeah. The, the, yeah. If you're even semi... Conscious. Right. During and movie. regular movie goer, yeah. The, the, you'll figure out all the twists to where somebody's going in like 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty obvious. I guess something that bothered me too in the beginning was when the bullies humiliate him and throw him out into the gym like that. Uh, you would think there'd be some kind of repercussions for him, but they just kind of gloss over like, nope, the principal just cracks a joke and then we flash forward to 20 years later. Well, I guess their argument would be like, well, it was the 90s. No, even you in the like, 90s. You know, after stuff slide. Look, I was like, I went to school in the 90s. They were kind of, it's not really that kind of movie, but they were kind of setting it up. Like, well, you know, this is kind of like a John Hughes movie because the rock character mentions that his favorite movie is... 16 Candles. Candles. Yeah. And he used to, <laughs> she was Molly Ringwald. Yeah. Which, I wouldn't blame people for thinking The Rock's kid is supposed to be gay in this movie. Cause, and I do believe if this yeah. was like made 15 years ago, they, yeah, they would have made his kid like really, like like basically like they did with Get Shorty, really had him have You mean Be Cool? Yeah, Be yeah. Cool, excuse me. Yeah. The, the second one. Yeah. Where they would have really had him have it up and be like a very effeminate character that's also tough. Whereas now yeah. they know in 2016, yeah, we really can't get away with that anymore. Even to be cool, <laughs> yeah, he had a lot of really flamboyant scenes 
But he did have a lot of reservation to him, too. He didn't try and hack into that stereotype of, I'm going to talk with a high-pitched voice because this is how a person who's homosexual talks. It's like, no, that's not how they talk. But he didn't tap into that, which, so it's not as bad as it could have been. But, yeah, they they kind (laughs) of... Try to lead you that way initially, you know. In a lot of ways, yeah. All right. So, yeah. But uh, I guess we can go to ratings. Sure. All right. Mm. Uh, Rental? Yeah. To me, at best, a rental. Yeah. Like, I, I don't regret seeing it. It's not awful. It probably won't be on my worst of, but it's just probably, the typical Kevin Hart fan. Now I'm kind of like, all right, yeah, I'm, I'm probably done with Kevin Hart. These <laughs> movies just don't appear for me. He doesn't do anything that interesting anymore. Yeah, because, like, I skipped right along, too. I didn't care. And <laughs> this just didn't now, change my mind. Yeah, I'm sure if we had seen that movie, then... <laughs> Definitely be tired. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm just, it is what it is. I, I won't be, I don't see myself ever watching this movie again in the future. Yeah. And I revisit a lot of The Rocks movies, well, most of them. Yeah, I'd say most of them, you watch ability. Yeah, but the, even the bad one, like Doom, has rewatchability because of The Rock. And some of his lines are pretty hilarious. But this one is just not a wild one for me. No. Kind of there. <laughs> I guess the next big comedy is Ghostbusters. Yeah, like this. All we've I'm had. Glad we summer. got Independence Day next week because this is after May. This has really been a struggle summer. Well, we both like Warcraft, but yeah. But other than that, in Civil Wars, it's been a struggle. This has been dry. Yeah, ho- hopefully it picks up because there is some stuff I'm looking for. Independence Day is like the main thing for me. Independence Day and Jason Bourne. I really don't care about in between. Yeah, I want the purge election year to be good, but it's like Yeah, I'm excited for that, but that doesn't really feel like a big so Yeah, that could have came out in October. I have been waiting for that for a while. Yeah. It could have came out in October and I would feel the same way. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. Or September, yeah. And I was looking forward to lights out until I saw the conjuring too now. Uh, I don't know about lights out anymore. And, yeah, I, and I hope Ghostbusters is good, but like I said, because I'm not trying to be one of those Mormon haters, but the trailers just don't look good. It seems to me like they just <laughs> gender swap because they didn't want to recast younger actors in the iconic roles. Right. So they just well, otherwise, it. yeah, it looks like just... Take some of the iconic scenes from Ghostbusters, repackage them, man. But did you see the one clip that they released? I didn't watch the clip, but I know what's in it. Uh-uh. They have a clip where they take on the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. okay. They're like, oh, so we're going to recycle that? Well, I, yeah, Slimer is in it again. So. Well, Slimer is like a stable <laughs> of Ghostbusters, though. Yeah. Whereas Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, he's also stable of the Ghostbusters, but as a one-time thing, he's not meant to be used every time. Yeah, yeah. And that was one of the best scenes in the original movie, if yeah. not the best scene. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't think you can top that. I really Especially don't. Especially since it was a practical effect. Yeah. The original. And this time it's going to be a CG effect. 
Yeah. Plus, it doesn't really make sense. But no, I'd say that's probably one of the best scenes when goes is like choose the Fourier destructor. Yeah, <laughs> and then Staple shows <laughs> up and Bill Murray just looks at Dad and he's like, "Sorry, I tried to think of the most curly thing possible." You know, Mr. Staple, he would never hurt us. Right. <laughs> and then you see this big giant Godzilla monster show. <laughs> well, yeah, and that's the thing. It's like it made sense in the context of that. Yeah. How are you guys gonna work it into this movie? Oh. I guess because it's Ghostbusters. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're just unleashing Same everything. Same with the librarian ghosts, because it's Ghostbusters, and that was in the Ghostbusters, so... Yeah, even though I guess we're kind of acknowledging the last one happened, but at the well, same yeah, time... Yeah, because it's kind of weird, because, I mean, maybe we'll find out in the movie, like, Melissa McCarthy, or I forget her name from SNL. Kristen Wiig. Yeah, Kristen Wiig, I like, oh, one of them is the daughter of one of the original Ghostbusters, but... No, it seems like they're kind of acting like, oh, no, this is like a new thing. We recognize Ghostbusters, but this is, it seems like they're kind of like, this is a new thing in this world. Even though we're making acknowledgments <laughs> about stuff that's already yeah. happened. Like, people know who the Ghostbusters are. Yeah. I, but we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> but that concludes our review of what's scary we are. Love me now, watch. Where am I to be? Standing on watch for you against bad movie. You'll find a show by searching all iTunes for the Midnight Watch. Just look for the cluster picture. Or go to our main site, The Midnight Watch, all one word, not 5 and thanks for listening. Good night, everybody. Good night.